Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the B Show. I am your host, Deborah Voltaire Kwanj, and it is a wacky weather, wacky weather day because, like, Mother Nature is throwing out temperatures like Powerball numbers, like 65 degrees one day. 30 degrees another day. Yesterday, I was legit hanging out outside by myself. And I was um, watching the sunset. Right, that's what it is. Yeah, I was watching the sunset in a t-shirt and some sweats and literally just watching the sun. And then today, I have not gone out. But from everyone, it's just like, it's so cold. It's so cold. So, um, and we're supposed to get snow this weekend. I don't understand, but you know what I'm saying? We are in New York. Time out. This is, if you work with your significant other, I give everyone like so much love because I'm trying so hard to be nice. And I really want to say, what the F are you doing? You got to you, you guys don't understand what happens behind scenes. He... Hurry up, hurry up, sit in your chair. We start the show every day at the same time, right? How come he presses me to be here on time, but he be forgetting like my fan needs to be on, that I need to see the side screen, you know, like make it make sense. Anywho, today is the last Thursday in February of um, Black History Month and today, my partner and I, because that's what we're calling him for right now. And um, we are going to a special premiere in no place better than to represent black culture in Brooklyn. And we are going to, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but I don't care. Um, we are going to see um, one of the news anchor that works at the channel 12 news he's going to be premiering his interview that he did with Martin Luther King Jr. Son, I think it's our grandson, someone along that lines. And I'm actually really excited. Um, one, because that's amazing for um, Black History Month. And I'm like, so Steve Jobs right now, you know what I'm saying? Do you need me? Do you need me to do your computer? Oh, this um so I'm very excited for that and he actually was a student of Carl Kwant so to do like a 360 and to see how far he's come it's um it's gonna be exciting I just hope that we're not freezing our butts off in Brooklyn because your girl will not I like winter but I don't like to be cold so that's what we're doing tonight to celebrate the last uh week of um Black History Month and we are also gonna be playing a fun little game of uh, how black are you? And I have two special guests who are gonna join me shortly. They're newlyweds, so I just wanna break up a happy home. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's be honest, why should we be happy? You know what I'm saying? Like for all the people who are single out there, break them up and then we'll see whoever, <laughs> you can slide in one of their DMs and see what happens. Imagine, I'm just kidding. I don't want that to happen because I will beat his AS. Um, and then we're going to do um, something, 
I hate when people repeatedly say, um, um, and I'm catching myself doing it. But see, the light just came on me to say, girl, stop doing it. It's also showing you this freaking pimple right here. Anyone knows what to do and all you do is take care of your skin and then you have to put oil because it's so cold at night and your face is dry. But then because you put oil, you get a breakout. If you know what to do, holla at me. Thanks. Um, so for the second part, after we have how black are you, we are going to have a sports recap because February was such um, a crazy month of sports. We had so many things that happened and I figured why not have some important and men here to care more about sports than I will ever care about and have them just give us a rundown of all the things that occurred, including the Super Bowl, the All-Star Game, um, the Winter Olympics. And I just want you to know that this was, that was my idea. Cause like, I am also a producer of the B show. And so they're gonna come and just talk to us briefly about some of the exciting things that happened this month with sports. And then we're going to be done with February and next month is March. And I will just like to say, there's gonna be a week that I am not going to be present. So we cannot do our round table, you know, like celebrity hot topics that we usually do, but I'm gonna be doing that in the first week of March. And if you guys have any topics that you would like to hear me and the crew discuss, please feel free to PM me, DM me, whatever the kids are calling it now, these days slide into the, the DM and um, let me know some topics that you, you would like to discuss besides what's happening with Russia and Ukraine, okay? Because it's about to be World War III. So <laughs> anytime you ever have any questions or anything, any topics you'd like for me to discuss, not only for the hot topics, I'm open ears, unless your name is Carl Kalanj. I don't want to hear your opinion at all. Um, so while we just wait for our guests who are tardy for the party, we are going to just, I just want to say last week's podcast, for those who are listening on Spotify um, and you didn't get to see us, it's okay because you listened. It was a little, it was great. I shed a little tear after we were done and I was just so happy to be amongst these women, but it made me sit back and think because I'm in like a group chat with chat with other people and most of them are um, white. And sometimes they say things that maybe you let slide once or twice, but I don't know, after we were in that chat, I'm like, that's not gonna work for me no more, bro. It gave me like some oof in my ass to be like, don't say that or, you know, check yourself. And then I also watched the show that's on Bravo called Summer House. If you don't care for any of those shows, that's great. But the last episode that aired was amazing. And it was about this beautiful Black girl in a house with the majority of white people. There's one other Black girl, but she was like, how did you do this last year? Because this is my first year and it's the Black girl's second or third year. And she was like, it's so hard to party in the Hamptons because if I can't go like by myself as a black girl and get into a place. But if I go with you white girls, I can get into a place. And she was just saying how hard that is for her, you know, in the world that we in living in Brooklyn where she could get, you know, you can go anywhere in Brooklyn and be accepted, but the Hamptons is just a little bit different. 
And it was a very touchy subject, but it was very nice to see the majority of the white people like ask questions that they did not know. And, you know, they left it as we need to do better and stand by you better. And um, I feel like if we all had friends who were, who were not people of color, just try to understand and get to know where we're coming from, things would actually, I mean, don't get me wrong, everything that happened with George Floyd, a lot of white people stepped up. I personally know someone who told me the other day that he is white and he took his two daughters who are mixed to the, all of the, the marches that, that happened. And he wanted his daughter to say, you know, to see that, you know, your white dad is taking my mixed child to this. And I want them to make sure just because you're white and black, you have to make sure you know that this could be you. And this could, if you had a brother or if you marry a black man, this could be your future. So you need to stand up right now to protect your future. And I thought that was, that was really great. And uh, he's a good guy. So shout out to you, Adam. All right, it looks like the um, clan is here and they are ready to rock and roll. So let's let them in. And then let's also figure out why the light keeps going up higher and, and lighter and darker because honestly, it's not really working out for me and my pimples. All right, <laughs> let's let them in. Okay. Hello. Hey, Deb. Hi. Why do you guys look so... I was trying to get the computer to work. Oh, all right. Dixon, what's your reason? I'm cooling. You know, live on the beach show, you know. Yes, yeah, so welcome <laughs> to the beach show. Today we're going to be playing How Black Are You? Um, so you guys look so nervous, but so excited at the same time. So when, my when question is, yes. Now I was going to say, when's the segment when we play How Haitian Are You? Facts. That would Haitian not be. Flag day. That would not be with me. That would be with the Haitian compa king, and I will not participate because I probably would lose when it comes to like speak um speak Creole for five hundred. Or read Creole. Read it. I'm definitely failing. I don't know how I'm to with read you. it at all. I'm with you. Well, at least I speak it better. But we're not here for that you know today. <laughs> Um, please, for the people who may not know, let us um, tell us a little bit about who you guys are, you beautiful Black couple. So my name is Mrs. Vanessa Etan Lewis. Okay. Handsome husband, Dixon Lewis. We are newlyweds, just got married October 2021, and we had the baddest wedding party, including Miss Deborah. Thank in you. there all right thank you I was gonna, we don't need to drop the last name it was just <laughs> uh-huh and it was a great honestly you guys got married right you were like waiting because of covid and then you got married right before this surge of covid that yep, happened dude. again so it happened in a great time yeah, um, would you guys working. say that you, um the honeymoon stage is great 
It's good so far. All right. Tonight, yeah. my plan is to F it up. All right. You ready? Because you guys will be competing against each other. And right. Carl Kalange, I know you're watching this, my producer. You guys want to know what it's like to date Suge Knight? Come to the house on Thursdays, bro. <laughs> um, Carl, I know you're watching, so please be the scorekeeper because you know I'm bad with math. All right, so we're going to throw in some history, and then we're going to throw in some Black history. Does that make sense? Okay. I'm with you. Dixon looks like he's ready to pop me across. Well, I'm the type of person, yo, just throw me in there, man. Just throw okay. me in, coach. That's it. All right. So you guys have your yes and your no's? Yes, yep. sir. Oh, so cute. <laughs> okay. Black History Month was created by the historian Carter G. Woodson. Yes or no? Gosh, and I just heard something about this. The correct answer is yes. Uh, it's okay two dummies together <laughs> was the second african-american to serve in the u.s supreme court yes or no yeah dixon the yes. correct answer is no i'm <laughs> but that's always correct damn it <laughs> he was the first Okay, the first public school was created in the early 1770s. Yes or no? No, no. The correct answer is yes, it was. Uh, 1770s? 1770s? Yes. Can real? you believe that? That is so late. Yeah, that's know. really late. That's really? I thought I mean. that was so early. Well, no. I mean, the pilgrims were around since like the 1600s. All right, oh, calm down. You know your history. <laughs> Stevie Wonder was the first Black artist to win a Grammy of the year. Yes or no? Yes, give each other a kiss. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> okay. Madam, Vanessa, you better know this. Madam C.J. Walker created a line of hair products for African-American women. Yes or no? Dixon looked at you, by the way. Correct. <laughs> that's really crap. Yeah. Like, that's a half a credit, Dixon. Yeah, listen. <laughs> okay, Gabby Douglasson, Douglas, sorry, became the first um um first woman to win the all around title in 2010. Yes or no? What's the name? Say the name one more time. Gabby Douglas. Yes or no? I know she's the first woman. I feel as though that's the wrong year, though. And, oh, Vanessa! Switch it! One, two, three. Yes, the correct answer is no. It was in 2012, not 10. Good job, mother! Uh, you got that. You got that. You got that. <laughs> she you was like, that. oh, that's not the right year, though. Yeah, it didn't sound like an Olympic year to me, because I remember... Good job! Yeah. It is estimated that about one million slaves escaped to the north for the Underground Railroad in 1810 to 1850. Yes or no? One million. No, a hundred thousand. Where the hell did all these black people come from? One million, y'all. We didn't have that many black people then. I wish. Good job, good job. Um, okay, so now we did a little black history. I don't care for the rest. Now we're gonna do how black. Oh yeah. You ready? <laughs> 
Dun, 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 dun. So I have my own questions. And then I remember I have the game Black Cards Revoked. And I'm like, those questions are more fun. Oh, gosh. Okay. Oh, wait, I need to know. Hold on. Okay. No, that's okay. What movie was there a queen, a fox, and a smith? A queen? Yes or no was the movie Set It Off? A queen? Yes. Yes, sir. Yes. Okay. I thought that was like a trick question the way you said it. (laughs) For Black women to get our edges laid, we use jam. Yes or no? I'm just going to go with what the wife says. I have no idea. Now, Jim's going to curl it back up. He don't do exactly. nothing. Exactly. <laughs> don't slick nothing down. <laughs> That's the what we started with. And then, like, after one hour, you're like, what the heck is happening here? <laughs> that one was not nice. Okay. Oh, rest in peace. No, actually, I don't know if he died. He, he did. Okay. Who played Pinky in Next Friday? Yes or no? Was it Bernie Mac? No. Well, come on, man. That's my movie, yo. Who was it then? I don't know his name. Um, Clifton Powell. I think he's he's still alive, though. Yes. He's still alive, yeah. Yes or no? This show was recreated. This is like the biggest fight in the Black culture. Yes or no? This show originally aired in the 90s with four women, but then it was recreated to another show called Friends. Is this show called... Um, living single, yes or no? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, isn't that like the biggest thing? Like friends retook living single? Pretty much. Okay. The the producer is coming. (laughs) You know your girl is ratchet when she claps her hands when talking. Yes or no? (laughs) Okay. You've been told to stop crying before you give something to cry about. Yes or no? No, I would say no. Okay, yes, yes. You, your parents know. have never said stop crying before I give you something to cry about? Oh, I, I, I heard her wrong, my fault. <laughs> yeah, like who, you get that all the time. Facts, facts. Bernie Mac was pop on House Party, true or false? Um, okay. This is Carl's favorite one because this is this is Carl. You grew up knowing a variations of handshake for every person you know. Yes or no? <laughs> yes. I have seen Carl have different handshakes for almost every single black man he knows. And I don't know. Me and Vanessa got a handshake. Yes, but for every single person you know, you have a handshake. Yeah, if I'm close with them, depends on not every person I know, but if you're close with that person. I only have one handshake with Carl and sometimes I forget it. So, (laughs) but Carl, I've seen him and he has every, every different thing. Okay. You are most likely to get cussed out if you renege on spades, true or false? Ooh. Don't play spades. Think about it. Don't play spades. Neither, but I'm a, I'm a roll with this one too. Yes, yes, yes. I don't play as well, but I know that if you do that, you might as well leave. Oh, the producer is here. 
Okay. A fruit punch is the flavor of Kool-Aid, but it's also known as the color red. Yes or no? <laughs> okay. And what is the most, this is not a yes or no. What is the most common phrase that someone, that someone says when you make something good to eat? That's bomb. Vanessa? I was going to say that's bomb too. You put your foot in this. <laughs> that's number two. That's number two though. Yo, if you put your foot in this or the other one is like when you look good, you know, what do you, what do you say when you, when you see someone and they look really good? Girl, who you looking good for today? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and for all my Haitians out there, it would be, what's that sexy? <laughs> Which basically means like, don't look sexy. Um, so that was just a little fun, quick game. But I want to, seriously, about Black History Month, I want you guys to tell me what are some of your, like, your, your what makes you proud to be a Black man and a Black woman? I mean, first off, our culture yes facts yeah our culture for sure i love your glass by the way thanks beautiful appreciate <laughs> it <laughs> um definitely this beautiful melanin skin that we have like people are doing all types of things to have it they're tanning they're doing everything but we were born this way god made us gorgeous in different shades for different days just beautiful and just you know the fact that black people have such rich history like there are so many different inventions that black people made that we're still using till this day there are so many successes that black people have had and you know like we're proud till this day yes. like i'm so proud to be black hey dixon yeah, like my wife said, man, you know, just all the like the history behind it and like our culture. Like, I don't know if um you've seen the movie Malcolm X with Denzel Washington. Of course. Back in the day, if you if, if people paid attention, we was trying to dress like white people back in the day just to fit in. You know what I'm saying? Now our culture is taking over. They feel in our swag. They feel in our music. Mm -hmm. They feel in everything we do. You know what I mean? And I, I'm I'm proud to be black. You know what I mean? No, like nothing else, yo. And just I to piggyback what you said about Malcolm X, he, in the beginning of the movie, he was trying to be white. It wasn't until he went to jail where yep. he realized, like, what, like, I know my mother is white, but my father is black. And look at all the things that happened, you know, and one of the reasons why he ended up in jail was because of messing with the, right, with the white woman and right. you know, all the crimes that he was doing. And right. he even changed his ways. And I'm not saying white people will get you in jail. I'm just saying. Right. That sometimes if you go with, you're trying to be with the in crowd, it's kind of like what's happened now, right? Maybe you and a white friend may be in trouble. Like that that video, did you guys see that circulated with the white kid and the black kid fighting? No, I didn't yeah. see that. You check it. It's two white ki two kids, one white, one black. The white kid started it. The black kid was like, oh, hell, like you about to catch these hands. They went toe for toe in the mall and the cops came and arrested the black kid. Oh, I did see that video. Yes. They had the white kids sit down and they tackled down the black kid. Yo. Yes. I did see that. Yep. And, had, and held that. him for 20 minutes or so, I think, until they saw the video yep. and realized, like, oh, shoot, it was the, like we should have taken the white kid in. Yeah, because the white kid provoked it. Like, yes. 
And it goes right back to like Malcolm X. You know, you hang out with these people that may be your friends. They step up to you and you're going to be the one in trouble because of the skin that you are in. Exactly. And it's more unfortunate uh, that black men have to go through it more than women do. But right. it, it still happens, you know. If you guys can tell me maybe one story that uh, maybe happened to you that as a black woman or black man that uh, kind of shaped maybe your life or your history, if that's ever occurred to you. I mean, I know for me, like it's really small, but like one time I was driving to get gas and I got rear-ended by a tow truck and yeah and one thing my mother always told me to do was call the police it doesn't matter if it was a little thing or like a huge accident call the police so I did um and when the cop got there he immediately went to the tow truck driver who was a white man talked to him for 10 minutes you know got his side and then came up to me and the first question he asked me is what are you doing in this neighborhood mm-hmm. mind you it is like um, Newton, which is the next town over from us is, you know, it's an affluent neighborhood, an affluent city, a lot of white yeah. people live there. But it, the part of Newton that I was in was 10 minutes away from my house. And this man was two hours away from his house. So you should have asked him what he was doing here. Exactly. Yeah. Like you should have asked him why he was in the area, not me, when I'm down the street from my house. But that just... Like for me, I was just like, that's just BS. Like I was pissed off and, you know, drove away, got my police report and I was just pissed that day. Thank God you weren't married to Dixon at that time because he would have been like, yo, for real son? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what it is. Yeah. You know what it is, man. Especially with my yeah. temper, you know. Yeah, no, but that... It's very nerve-wracking to be in Carl's Kalan studio. Um, but like I said, I want to thank both. Oh, I'm watching myself, and you can see how scared I got. Um, I want to thank you both so much for being on my show for a quick little fun game. I always ask my guests if there's one thing, blah, blah, blah. So I'll actually, if there's one Black person famous, yeah, it has to be famous, um, who would you want to sit down and have a dinner with? Yeah. I got two. Um, Barack Obama and Jay-Z. Those Always are the only infamous answers on this show. Vanessa, go. Um, I would have to say Kendrick Lamar. Oh, that's different. Yeah. Okay. I love me um, some Kendrick. Why would you want to sit with Kendrick? Because, like, his music doesn't sound like anyone else's like in this generation. And not only that, like, I would like to ask him, like, what made him think of like some of the songs that he came up with, his lyrics and whatever. And he just seems very down to earth. I did hear that this next album is his last album. Like he's over. I believe it. This uh, entertainment business. I believe it. He has experience. And Dixon, why would you want to sit with Jay-Z and Barack? I'm pretty sure you could probably get both of them. Yo, honestly, like those are very well educated black men that came from poverty that left a name for themselves and for history. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, Barack Obama, he's from Chi-Town. You know, he grew up from the hood. You know what I'm saying? He changed the whole game. 
when he became president. He did he did two terms. Like he, he did two terms. People only thought he was only gonna do one. He changed history, made two terms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just like Jay-Z, he grew up in the in the projects in New York. You know what I mean? And then now look at him now. Like they all came from poverty th- throughout the whole t- racism, everything. And they still made it all through it and made success, made everything successful and just left their mark. You know what I'm saying? It's like I would love to have a conversation about everything they went through and how they started from the bottom all the way to the top. You know what I mean? Like they they made history. That's it. <laughs> Yo, started from the bottom. Now we're here. That's it. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Um, if I could choose, last week I chose my Angelo. This week, the vibes that I am on, I would like to sit down and have a talk with Oprah Winfrey. That's the yeah, vibes I'm on. That's, that's an awesome one. Yeah, that's a good choice. Yes, I would like, because um, she said something, and I forgot to tell Carl, because we're very big on, like, he's very big on legacy, legacy. And she mm-hmm. said, you know, somebody said to her one day, it was Maya Angelou who said it to her. And she said to Maya Angelou, I'm going to open up the school, and I don't have any kids, but at least, like, I can, you know, help these children, the schools that she opened up, and help them with their future. And Maya Angelou said to her, "You, this is your legacy. Every single person that you touch and you help them with something or you give them information that they did not have before, that's you leaving your legacy. Because the next time they meet you or they meet someone else, they're going to say, this person taught me this, or this person did this for me. You don't, it doesn't have to be like your own blood, like your own children. It just has to be people you meet. And I just thought that's so true for like people who are like teachers, right? Like they're leaving a little legacy by every time they help someone or a student, or believe it or not, even like customer service. If mm-hmm. you help someone and you do such a great job, they're like, I just got off the phone with the most helpful person. They were great. And they may say like, if you need help, call this person because this person helped me. And like, that's what happens with me at work. So <laughs> I'm just, that's why I would want to, um, Oprah Winfrey. Cause every morning that's I awesome. listen to like inspirations on Alexa. And that was it, uh, yesterday. Nice. That's awesome. Yourself favor and listen to some inspirations <laughs> while I leave my legacy. Hmm. Thank you for my cup, Dixon. Of um, course. <laughs> you know that. Wow. wow. It couldn't be a moment without me giving you a little dig, Baba. Come on. <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys so much. Your beautiful smiles let me know that you guys are still happy and loved. Yes. yes. Um, I wish nothing but the best for you and keep Thank the you. black alive. And well, I'll talk to you guys you. like right after this because we talk yeah, every pretty day. much. All right. <laughs> I love you guys. Love you. Bye, love you. Thank you. This is Mr. and Mrs. Oh, wait, sorry. Vanessa Tian Lewis. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> You're the B show's lit. At least you got to hyphen. I didn't even get a chance. Yeah, Carl. Nick oh my God, wait. Yes. I know this has nothing to do with it, but I'm have our uh, second guest that's waiting, but his last name is Etienne. So you guys need to find out if your cousins admit. And he's Yo, Haitian. Cut that out, man. <laughs> oh my God. Rick, this yeah. is your cousin. <laughs> Yo, I le- I'm legit ass. I'm legit yeah. ass. <laughs> when you heard Etienne, you were like, hold up, wait a Yo. minute. I told Let's Carl, I was like, yo, let me get some info. Like, where's she from? Who, who, who right. the family? Like, <laughs> this could be eight months. Your cousin, who? Yeah, no, you never I do know. Have family in New York. Yeah. I, they're ETMs in New York. They're in Queens. Yeah, see, it, you, who knows, man? I, I know, I know most of my dad's people's in Brooklyn, but you know, there could be 
some kind of cross-pollination going on somewhere. You never know. Exactly. <laughs> well, what up, cuz? <laughs> right, right. Exactly, oh. exactly. What's good, cuz? <laughs> that was actually a, one thing I was reading. It was like, you know you're Black when you grow up and they say, like, this is your cousin and your aunt. And then 10 years later, you're like, so how are you my aunt? Oh, I'm not. Yeah. I'm your mom's friend. Yeah, <laughs> like, pretty much, wait, yeah. Wait a minute. My whole life I've been calling you Tati? Yeah. Wait a minute. Right. <laughs> so, you know, this is what's happening here. I just made the co cousin connection live on the B show. <laughs> now, give her, send her some money since you're her family. No, I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, congratulations. I'll definitely send some congratulations to y'all, man. Blessings. Thank yes. you. And y'all nothing but the Thank best, you. man. It's Thank a beautiful thing. I'm, 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 I'm way deep in the game. So it, it's awesome. <laughs> Thank it's you cool. so much. It's all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you guys so much and now we're going to do some sports talk where rick and declan are going to take over take bye. care bye i love you guys love you, you too. Too. bye yeah, what up hi how are you uh, i'm doing good how you doing happy black history let's talk before we let declan the white guy no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Let's let Declan before he has a titty attack. Yeah. Hi. First of all, long time no see. How are you? Hey, Deb. How you doing? Thanks for having me on. Always happy. Of course. How's school going? Pretty good. Can't complain. Uh, you know. RA life is, has been different, to say the least. Oh, you're an RA, so you got that good free room and board going Yeah, he a boss. Yeah, show us <laughs> your, give us a tour of your room. When I was in college, the RA room was always effing better. All right, you want a room tour? Fine. Yes, MTV Cribs. All right. Look at, even Rick was like... <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to all see right. what's going on. We'll go, we'll go around the room. So First of all, I like the outfit. It's giving me Fresh Prince of Ballet vibes. Well, actually, Rick and I coordinated our outfits. Oh, wait, I just saw that. No one gave me the shout out. Today's mom. Oh, give me a blood. Carl, let me get a thing really quick. He got, we have, he, I know he ain't got nothing, Kobe. He ain't got nothing, Kobe. Oh, has he got? Lakers? Yeah. It's, it's, definitely, it's definitely green. What, are you, Declan, yours is Lakers too? Mine's actually his high school jersey. Oh. In this house? <laughs> Hater. Carl, throw me a jersey. Give me, give me the OG, Carl. He's throwing, you know he's throwing Paul Pierce right at her right now. I mean, he's always up my ass for things. And now I need <laughs> something. Carl! It, it would, give me the it OG jersey. It would be fitting to be Paul Pierce, too. And then, then I'm it would not, run I didn't the, get the call to the meme of, of him, you know, you ain't Kobe. <laughs> they don't love yeah, me I like that. Was, that was mentioned today. <laughs> First, Rick, let's look at Declan's room. How big is that? That's not a regular size dorm room. All right, so I'll, I'll act as if I'm in the front door. This is the front, that's a nice jersey. Okay, yeah, I can keep the, the Kobe. Hey, I got the now. OG. Hold on, let's make sure it fits me before I embarrass myself on here. <laughs> okay, baby. Okay, <laughs> baby. This is six rings. There you go. We now, now we're representing the two most important people on that top seventy-five. Probably, yeah. Like, actually, where's my Miami? 
I should have thrown on my Miami Heat outfit. Not the guy who influenced Kobe, per se. All right, you guys are talking a lot of crap. Go ahead. All right, so uh, <laughs> this is the room. I'll get you a back camera, the TV. There we go. I got the place set up. Okay. Oh, well, there's the bathroom. Obvious reasons. FCC reasons. I'm not sure the That's <laughs> Yeah, they get you get to have your own bathroom as the RA. Did you know that, Rick? While everyone else has to share yeah, the dirty literally. one. Literally, no, absolutely. And uh, I would show. I was going to show you the bathroom, but I didn't want to pull a Paula Kesey and flush the toilet. No, we're okay. We're okay. never come back again. So as long as long as you're not eating wings, you should. Yo, yeah. he was straight up eating on the toilet bowl, like yeah. Flash back to the pizza. <laughs> I got two closets. That's the cool thing about the RA room. All oh, right, okay. Closets. So you know. That's pretty cool. I got a desk and a bed. You know, I got a window. I you got your own place so you can yeah. sneak your girl in and out. Yeah. Yeah, that's where that's where all the magic happens. Make sure your mom's not watching this. Dude, I I am just gonna say Mommy, he's be studying. <laughs> Anatomy. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, so you guys are basically gonna take over. And let me know what's happening in the sports because this month was a lot of sports. So let's start with the first thing that happened was the Olympics. I'm literally not talking. I'm filing. Yeah, I mean, um, like you said, February is always a fun month uh, because we get a lot of great things in sports. And then every couple of years we get the Olympics too that I don't watch and I don't know nothing about. Like legit, man. I, I don't know. The, the Winter Olympics doesn't don't don't do it for me. I mean, the Summer Olympics for me only kind of barely do it because because so, the basketball players. Yeah, at least there's basketball, there's soccer, the track and field stuff get gets interesting too. But like the 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 Winter Olympics doesn't do it for me. I legit I think the Winter Olympics watch. is honestly more for girls because it's more like I don't want to say that that's gender. Um, like I don't know. Different, I don't know whatever I'm doing, but I know for like the little times I glimpsed, I was like, "Oh, this is cool!" Yeah. Like the cheerleaders and stuff, and and you know, I like you didn't land right because they were getting trouble for stuff like that. Like the hairs all match, so that was cool to watch. And like when some people were running, and I would be like, "Oh, they did great!" And then the judge would be like, 8.5 I'm like, "Get it together!" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so that's all. I know, I know nothing else. What one thing I will say, like every the the little bits I did see, anytime I did happen to catch it, to your point about the ladies, like they were killing it. Like yeah, in like, like you know the snowboarding stuff, like the the you know the flips and tricks, like like looking and up you and think just it's seeing sick, like oh. right. You're like <laughs> oh my god, and the judges were like, you I you're like better. what? Like <laughs> I couldn't even do that with my even if I tried. Yeah. Jacqueline, did you watch any of the winter sports? Uh, no, you can be honest. This guy who uh, he fractured his testicle going snowboarding. What? By the way, that's become my new uh, worst fear. So, (laughs) so so listen. How did that happen? Yeah, right. So so, but on top of that, there was another dude who froze his whole junk apparently in one event. Like the entire junk froze, which has also become now my second base. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna stay away from the Winter Olympics, man. Y'all can have it. <laughs> That's a no for me, though. Listen, and just think, they were like, "Sir, you may have to put some hot water." Oh, oh my God, nah. I mean, they don't because I watch Grey's Anatomy, and I'm also like a, a doctor, um, part time. Yeah. So, 
I watched all like during COVID or pandemic beginning, I watched all 25 seasons back to back. So like, trust me, I can help you if you need surgery. And they probably put like a hyperthermal blanket on him and was like CC 10 blade and everything happened. It was okay. Yeah, it's all right, let's move on to the next. I I was going to say, it's funny during during my one of my wife's I think it was her first pregnancy if I'm not mistaken, uh, she watched uh, Grey's Anatomy hardcore straight through it too. Like, and she like, feels the same way. Yeah, listen. By the end of the by the end of the joint, I thought she was ready to deliver that sucker by herself. Like I can't tell you, you learned so much. <laughs> I just think you're a doctor. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'd be like Carl. This is this. He'd be like, How do you know Grey's Anatomy talk? Mm-hmm. And I'm right. Devin, if you want a second Bruce, career, a lot, of, a lot of guys watch Bruce Lee movies. Doesn't mean they know karate. <laughs> but I know, like. I did just I binge know. watch Cobra Kai, and I think I've honed some skills just based, based off that. Exactly. Nobody can tell you nothing. Don't come for me, Dick. All right, let's go to the next world of basketball. That F. No, it wasn't basketball. I'm lying. It was NFL. It was the Super Bowl, which messed up Valentine's Day weekend for multiple people. Um, so tell me <laughs> what you guys thought. I thought that was amazing because it was who played? Um Bengals Rams. Yes. And who won? Rams. Rams. Okay, so when the Rams won, not the car, not the, the truck. So when the Rams won, I was like, wow, because they were down. And Carl was like, this is it. And they're done. I'm like, I'm telling you, the Rams are going to win. And he's like, how? I said it from the beginning, they were going to win. And he was like, no, there's no way. Look at the." And then all of a sudden, I think like they went into the locker room and took like ecstasy or something because they went into like high gear. Wow. Right? And just blew it out. And I always say the person who wins is the person who's the most hungry. And I think they showed us and don't to, um, estimate, underestimate them. What did you guys think of uh, the Super Bowl? Yeah, I, I, I loved it. Um, I think a, a lot of what you said. Uh, okay. Close game. <laughs> close game. Uh, the Rams, you know, needed to do everything on both sides of the ball to, to win that game down the stretch. And, you know, their, their big guys definitely stepped up. It was great. But even beyond the game, like, you know, we talked a lot of X's and O's and whatnot on different shows and with the game and whatnot. But I think just from a culture standpoint, the game was pretty much a success, which is which is good. You know, like being in L.A., that type of market, I know the NFL has been dying to get just football back in the Los Angeles market, period. And then now to have two teams plus a Super Bowl, plus this amazing, beautiful stadium, you cap it off by putting together an amazing halftime show that really represents that city as well. You know, like it was, was, it was a home run, you know, outside of the the side stuff with the with the uh coaching hiring practices it was it was really a home run event you know to culminate an amazing playoff uh season with an amazing execution and presentation of of a super bowl and you're getting amazing game on top of that as well and again you get the home team winning at home so all of that made it made it amazing i know i totally agree and the after parties must have been lit for oh man i could imagine wow yeah Agree. Declan? Yeah, I mean, I think Rick really hit it on the head um, as a whole. Uh, the game was pretty good from a culture standpoint. I agree. The halftime show was literally I, – I wanted more. That was my, my only complaint is that it was short, and really that was just NFL halftime show regulations. Um, but really I thought it was great. 
Um, I thought the, uh, the performance was it uh, Janine Aiko performed and uh, then um, Mickey, why can't I think, Mickey Guyton uh, performed the national anthem. I thought they got everything right. Um, and then as far as the game goes, I wish it was a little more exciting first three quarters. A lot of flags at the end after yeah. the balls mm-hmm. early. I was rooting for the Bengals. I wasn't that upset about it. But at the same time, I wanted to see Stafford win a ring. So it was nice to see some guys win a ring. Odell got a ring, and then he became a father this week. So congrats to him. Uh, but from the game standpoint, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a good Super Bowl. It was a great year, really, and a great postseason. Yeah. You mentioned that Van Jefferson, too. Shout out Van Jefferson. His, yeah, right. his wife went into labor yes, in the Super Bowl the game. And you know she I mean? said, do not tell Yo, him. Yo, listen. Deb, That's a sorry, real one. Sorry to step on your toes, but yo, listen, that is that is facts right there. The fact that she went into labor in the stadium during that game and made sure she said, do not tell him when the game's over, you know, have him get here as fast as he can. Let him play this game. And, you know, you look on the flip side, most people are watching that game and they're saying, damn, Ben Jefferson's not having a good game. He doesn't look like he's, he's, his mind is there and whatnot. And then you hear what happened is like, well, obviously, you know, you can't blame the guy. Yeah, yeah you got to show up to work. at any moment his wife was going to yeah. yeah. You, you got to show up to work on the most important day of your job, but you know your wife can literally go into labor at any given time. So shout out to the Jefferson family for that entire situation. Um, Mrs. Jefferson held it down. Mr. Jefferson held it down. And now they got a little boy named Champ. I mean, you can't, you can't do any better than that. Shout out to but Champ Also, Jefferson. it's their second kid, so I'm just saying, most people yeah. who I talk to or who have, like, more than, if the first kid is like, oh, you know, second kid is like, yeah. I don't even know how this went. Yeah, yeah. Just, I'm pretty sure if it was their very first kid. It could it'd be it different. Was, it, it might, it might have been different. Yeah. was like, you know what, there's a second one. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. Don't tell the, <laughs> just... Tell the kid the reason why daddy wasn't here. Yeah, like, but that's a, that's a dope story, though. That's that's yeah. a dope story. Your dad couldn't be here to win the champion, and that is where you got your name from. Agreed. Um, mm-hmm. The only thing I will also want to say about the Super Bowl halftime was I think watching them made everyone go like, y'all need to go on tour together ASAP. Oh, yeah. They'd sell out a stadium tour immediately. So good. Um, and my only complaint was that the cars weren't doing hydraulics. That's my only... I wanted just a little, you know, a little, uh, uh, you know, and um, it would have been kind of funny to see Snoop smoking, but like in the car, <laughs> like let it like roll in on the car, you know, it's legal now, especially in LA. So NFL rolled in, but that, yeah. people would have been like, duh, 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 duh. Yep. like, like this is unacceptable. They'd have you pulled know? the plug quick. <laughs> Every oh. TV would have went black. <laughs> yes, except for where it's like okay to smoke in like that state. Like, no, it's all right. But they did have a clip that he was like literally chiefing so hard right before he got on stage. Like, bro, it was gonna be there when you come back. He was, That's it. was like the Snoop Doggy Bog. That's Snoop. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Next one we had was the all-star boo game. Go ahead, basketball players. How great was you, you it? Take, take this one first, Dag. Go ahead, Daglin. How great I've was ever, it? I don't think I've been called a lot of things, but I don't think I've ever been called a basketball player. That was that might be. I, I need a trophy for that one. With, with an it's just because of the jersey. That's the reason why. When I take it no. off, I'm, when I take it off, I lose my jumper. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. All Star Weekend 
you just want the weekend or did you say a specific thing or everything boo yeah so uh i thought the celebrity game uh was cool um no i didn't you know why because machine gun kelly was bricking like every five minutes he's the guy who first of all if you know that you're not going to play great basketball that's fine don't don't attempt like 11 shots with within three minutes I yeah, just, just pass the ball to Quavo, and everything would have been better. <laughs> Kevin Hart maybe comes out there, pass it to him. Um, but, you know, as far as the actual stuff went, the dunk contest was lame. Uh, there were some nice pop culture references, you know, shout out to my guy Cole Anthony. Um, Duncan and Tim's kind of didn't go over the well. People were making fun of his dancing, but I thought it was cool at the time. Um, and the three-point contest was cool. I'd like to see – I was happy to see Cat uh, Cat win. And the All-Star game was nice. Uh, Curry dropped 50, won the MVP again. And LeBron got the game-winning shot in Cleveland. So that was that was pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, it just doesn't compare to uh, MLB or, as Rick likes to say, it doesn't compare to the MLS All-Star, All-Star game as well, which is true in my opinion. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think overall All-Star games just kind of – we need to – you know, all the sports kind of have to take a look at their formula for all-star games and try to tweak it a bit to make it a little better of an experience. Cause I mean, I get the concept of having all of, you know, your stars together and playing or whatnot, but it's just when there aren't any stakes and there's nothing, you know, it's, it's a glorified preseason game exhibition, you know? So it's like, not even a scrimmage. Yeah. You know, so it's like on the NFL side, again, I got no problem calling them out for the nonsense they put out there, which was worse than two hand touch, <clears throat> you know what I mean? Excuse me. But on the NBA side, it's the same thing. We're going crazy about, you know, uh, Steph Curry hitting 16 threes, but he's the greatest shooter of all time. If he's launching three pointers, mostly uncontested, he's, he's going to hit 16 of them. You know what I mean? Like that's what happens yeah. in an all-star game. So, so that doesn't wow me as much. I do appreciate, I, I do like the tweaks that they've made where each quarter is separate. <clears throat> Excuse me. Each quarter is separate. So you could kind of take each individual game a little more serious and then even yeah. down, down the stretch, it gets fun, you know, too. But again, overall, I don't watch the, the MLB all-star game. So I don't honestly know how great it is based on what everybody says. The NBA one is, is, good but this weekend i don't know for me it just didn't do it the, the, the slam dunk everybody knows was terrible they gotta figure something no for out you, there dog. like yeah it's a no for me the 75 uh the, the 75th anniversary joint is cool but i don't think i, I think it should be a fresh list you know because there's a lot of people that may have made it on that first 25 or that 50 that don't yeah. still need to be on here <laughs> anymore we gotta refresh that list but overall the weekend was a cool on it we're okay <laughs> Um, did you guys see the show, DJ Khaled? Bro, could he yeah. stop talking? <laughs> I thought no, it was so I good. mean, that's, that's him, though. Yeah, no, yes, He produces cool. songs, and all he does is talk. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. was very good. I, I thought that Lil Baby was the highlight of it, and Lil Wayne was really good, good as well. Of course, well. Lil Wayne, yeah. Ludicrous yeah, it was, cool. it was cool to see Wayne. I feel like we ain't seen Wayne in a while. You know, Wayne see yeah. Wayne do this Mary J. Blige got her little, so got to come back to out again. Yep, I thought I thought it was handled. Everything was well, except there's a time and a place, DJ Khaled, and <laughs> that time and place is not when not when he's not, it's when, not Lil, when he's performing. Not when Low Baby's 50 seconds into his bar. I mean, that's just a little excessive. I get the beginning; that's his thing. But at that, he was and he was louder than Low Baby because he was screaming into the microphone. 
mean, but that's talent, though. That's what I'm saying. That's talent, you know. You have to either like him or not. Because if you like him or at least understand him, you, the whole show to me, I was like, no. this is great. Except for the end, when he started like, I was like, that's not part of the song. And I was like, oh, wait, <laughs> he's remixing it and he's adding his own stuff. That didn't work for me in the end. Because even like when he had lined up behind was like, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't like that either. But he was doing that throughout the whole song. He was going. I know people go off script when they perform, but like you couldn't even hear low bit. Like you couldn't hear baby half the time. Like oh, poor baby. <laughs> Sorry, he didn't need to be like. The, you realize the better people were last. You know what I'm saying? Like it got better as. Yeah. Like I was starting yeah. to see Ludacris oh, with oh, the Ludacris. afro. Right, that was dope. That was yes, dope. Yes, like school. bring back Throwback the chicken was and waffles. Dope, Throwback yeah. Ludacris was dope. Lil Baby is top five like right now. I mean, he's big now. Okay. Come Rick? on. Come he's on. Big. He's big. <laughs> no, I'm not saying he's not big, but I'm saying if you put like, I guess maybe my age, if you tell me Little Baby versus Chris, um, Ludacris Bridges. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, that's the thing. Because it's, yeah, yeah. you you're talking it goes different both, eras, it goes both, you know? It, yeah. it, like it goes both ways. If you asked, if I asked someone down the hall, I said, "That's you know, true. That's you true." Hear, you want to hear Ludacris is outside? They'd be like, "Wow, that's pretty cool." Hey, little baby's outside. I guarantee you, they're jumping. They're up. running. I know. Not even. They're hitting the emergency exit. Alarms are going. <laughs> but not only that. Let's keep it real. You you skip the an important fact. You might say Ludacris is outside. And they're gonna be like, "Who?" Yeah. Maybe. Honestly, I, I missed the most important fact of that. I would just keep my mouth shut because I'd already be running outside. <laughs> you wouldn't even tell. Well, see, see I think, for me, it's little baby. If you said the baby, I would run out. Nah, see, I like little baby. What? I like him. Rick, be the person in the middle. Rick, please. Yo, so so listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna be completely honest. I be mixing them up, and honestly, don't even be remembering which is which, yo. So so, so now when he said it, you're like, wait a minute. But now you're like, you know what? You're right. Because which one? Which one did I see? The baby <laughs> is the one that beats everybody up. All right. Yeah. So I think I damn there's. I think I little prefer baby little baby. The that's so clean. I do prefer. I think I do prefer little baby. But the baby, the baby's dope too. But between little the two baby, of them, actually I said in the interview because they said as a rapper, you're like one of the cleanest rappers. And this is how I got to know who he was. And he said he always said to himself, if this career doesn't work out as a rapper, he would like to get like a corporate job or something mm -hmm. other job. And he just feels like he wouldn't be taken seriously with all the tattoos. And that's something that he's always keeps in the back of his mind. Yeah. It's and funny. I just, I, wow. I, I'll say like, you know, as as an old head <laughs> and the dad now, it's like, I hate that, you know, I've got to a point where I just listen to some of the stuff my son listens to and I'm just like, yo, this is trash. You know what I mean? And like, don't even give it a mm -hmm. chance. And I assumed both of them were trash for the longest time. And then like, actually, it's like, yo, let me listen to some of that stuff. And like, yo, both of them are are really good. I do prefer I like the baby. The baby just is like more like ratchet to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like his yeah. features. Like grab you like, the neck and a beat you. What? His the features one thing, are mainstream though, kind of. The one thing I do really like about the baby, which is dope, is like, he starts spitting as soon as the beat drops. Yes. Like, as soon like as he, he doesn't. This is my baby, not the baby. He doesn't yeah. waste any bits of the track. And that's dope. Because one of my favorite, um, like, R&B artists, uh, Jesse Reyes, she, she does the same thing. Like, the, the track starts and she ready to, she's ready to go. I love that about the baby's flow. I think that's, that's such a good point. And that's exactly what he is. But right now, so I don't know if you guys know, but 
people were like making fun of him, like kind of dogging on him saying, yo, you only have like one style. Like you have, this, this is you, the only thing you can do. So is, go with it. Isn't that what 15 yeah. minutes of fame? Well, yeah. So, so he then proceeded to put out like kind of an R&B type. There was like a sample of his like track and it was like really bad. And everybody like dogged on him, a dog on him for that too. So no matter what he does, he's not going to make any of these people happy. You know but he also has a song with that pop star, but she took him off of it. But it's still one of my favorite songs. Dua, Dua Lipa. Lipa. Yeah, Levitate. Yes. I yeah. love that song. I mean, it's because he beats people too much. And that's what he said about Well, yeah, he did a bunch of stuff, I guess. Yeah, yes, yeah. But, yeah. you know, people have done train, worse. Unfortunately. <laughs> and so we are done with sports for this month. Thank God. Um, <laughs> we just have, like, basketball left. And then I get Carl back. And then I'll get tired of him in, like, a week or so. Yeah. This always happens in our household. He'll be like, sports, you know, summertime is nothing you, you like what do you want to do and i'm like oh my god yes and then two weeks later i'm like can you do something like watch <laughs> old games like this is annoying <laughs> you want to talk to me this is not gonna work hey um, hey as long as long as that one week is popping though <laughs> just make sure that one week is popping it's hard <laughs> it's sad now with no baseball i feel like i mean i don't even know what to do with myself as as, as park rolls around you got that empty room, you'll find something to do. Um, ladies and gentlemen, hey, <laughs> thank yo. you. Hey, hey, Joe <laughs> Biden. Mom, mom in the chat? Is mom in the chat? Let me see. <laughs> the way how frantically you look. Mommy, I'm sorry. I'm grown. I'm married. I can say. Right? Facts. <laughs> the Bible said, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I want to thank both of you for um, being on the B show, especially Declan, it's been so long. Rick, you're like an honorary member now. Yeah, always um, appreciate the invite. Oh, of <laughs> course. And tell your wife to yeah. oh, man. Well, she, to she, come she, and do the show, okay? Trust me. I'm, tell her, don't be scared of Carl Kumar. Yeah, that's what it is. That, that's what she's running from, the EP. I believe it. I believe <laughs> it. Don't be scared of that boy and his five head. Um, so Declan, plug in your show, please. Yeah, so uh, as both of you guys have been guests on a couple times now, uh, the show at the network, uh, Smoke and Mirrors with Greg Polius, Stephen Polius, and myself. Um, you know, we talk sports. Like most shows, except this, how versatile this one is. Like Greg likes to say we're versatile. You want to talk about versatile? I don't know. It's like it's like equivalent to like we're versatile. All right, we've been around the United States. Well, you've been around the seven continents. Places. No, it's just it was. He a did, did kind of pause there. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. why, why did you pause like, there? That's <laughs> what you get for keep saying about me in my room. You've been around, you little hoe. That's really <laughs> not what I said. <laughs> yeah, that pause was so unnecessary. But that would make us. Like, He's like, you know, we think we're diverse, but you are. You've been around. <laughs> I, I was like debating if I wanted to say the globe, continent. I was like, so many ways, like. There's so many ways to use, like, I don't know. There was a better way well, to Obviously, it. I haven't gotten me nowhere because yeah. I'm still here, okay? For Moving now, for around, now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> still waiting for that. White. Listen, whoever's watching this, if you know a 75 to 80-year-old white man who's interested in a black woman who's 36 and is about to die soon, please give me a call. If, if I find him, do I get a cut? If, brother! We I'm in Florida. They, listen, they are walking up and down the street over here. Let call me. We on the private jet. I promised Carl that I would at least make sure he's set in a nice house. And those are the and I said as soon as the man dies, 
move in with me. And those right are, back, right no, back I to think, it. Come right I back. Think, yeah, I think we should invite Rick, invite, invite myself, invite everyone in the hit list. It'll just be like, he'll just be like an old dude walking around like a rapper with like an Oscar. <laughs> Why not? Carl's watching this like, are these motherfuckers trying to... <laughs> nah, nah. I'm Carl... trying to make sure everyone gets to eat off the pie. Isn't that what we do Carl, as a yeah. family? Carl's watching, Carl's watching the numbers. He's all right. He's fine. <laughs> right? I can't wait to get off of this for him to be like, you little whore. Um, Rick, plug yourself, brother. Hey, man. You know, I'm just I'm just Rick. No football right now on the on the hit list, so I'll just pop up here You're and lonely. there. Um, I, am, I am working on a little something-something, so, you know, I'm going to be... Uh, uh, releasing something fairly soon here in the springtime that you Not know, like a drug once, dealer, but okay. You know, yeah. Once once it's good, <laughs> once it's good to go, I'm gonna highlight at you. I'm gonna give you the exclusive. All right, and in, in the meantime, you work on what you gotta work on, okay? Yeah. And I'm not flying out to them. They're going to pay for my flight to come out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that, that's the point. Okay. <laughs> hey, get ready, Rick. You're, you're our World Cup coordinator, so. <laughs> oh, Liv, we coming. Yeah. You want, us all, you want us all to survive? You better do what you need to do. Got you. <laughs> I'm scouting. Definitely like, I'm tired of being Ari. These people come and complain about everything. Yes, I know. My friend, it was really bad. She was like, uh, so. but kudos to you Declan and honestly that's something that you could definitely put on your resume because that's you showing you know leadership mm-hmm. direction no yes. everything for real and a, sometimes even a therapist right and these people are just like yep counselor exactly yeah, no, yeah. It's, really, it, it's all about you know maintaining <laughs> really active and and just just great relationships with the people in your building we have a great staff honestly so I'm very fortunate and blessed to be where I'm at here. I like it a lot. So it's cool to be with everyone. And, I, and no, nobody's that big of a pain in the ass uh, yet. Yet, but, <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah, I can think of maybe a few, but. <laughs> He's kidding. He wants to stay as an RA. Um, yeah. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Me and Carla are heading to Brooklyn. Hey. So um, yeah, I hope you headed? Guys- you headed to the game or something? No, but we are going to... Uh, we are going to watch one of Carl's students um, premiere an episode of him interviewing Martin Luther King Jr.'s son. Mm. You know what that is, though? That goes back to your original conversation about legacy. You're not going to the Barclays tonight. You're going to watch Carl's student, the impact Carl, Carl left the mm. impact on. Yep. There and we go. he's interviewing someone who left the in, whose father left the impact on all of us. Let and maybe know. I'll find my 75 to 85-year-old white man there. She is. Hey, they in Brooklyn too. <laughs> they sure is. Brooklyn has changed. They in Brooklyn too, yup. I won't be wearing this because they won't care about Chicago. So I don't have to. That's why I got my Steve Jobs turtleneck on. Everyone <laughs> have a great night. That was good. I probably will be divorced. Good night. <laughs> okay, that means you guys leave. Let's like oh, exit oh. the show and you're out. Thank you so much to everyone for watching The B Show. Me and my pimples would like to thank you for joining us for Black History Month. Um, I had such a good time and I just wanna say before I go, I am black, I am a woman and I am proud to be, oh, I lost an earring, to be all of those things. But most importantly, I'm very proud to be Mrs. Voltaire Coulon. I had to say that because I'm scared that what's going to happen after this is done. 
have a good night. And the next time I see you will be March and we'll be marching into spring.